Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hi, and welcome to Car Stuff. I'm Scott. And I'm Ben. Ben, today's topic is going to be polarizing no matter what. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So this is all about um, this is all about true exhaust sound mm-hmm. versus the newer way to do things, which is a, a digital or a synthesized exhaust sound that is, uh, in a way, false. In other ways, it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it gets a little bit complicated. We'll, we'll describe the different ways different manufacturers do it, but... I think that uh, people have a strong opinion about this one way or the other. I, on the other hand, have recently been swayed in this. Really? Yes. I'm I'm a little bit surprised because I know that you and I both started out tremendously skeptical of this mm-hmm. digital exhaust or fake exhaust mm-hmm. uh, because it, it just seems at, at first glance or at first listen, it just seems like a, a cosmetic ornamental thing, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't know about you, man, but. When I started out looking at this issue, I was orthodox exhaust all the way. That's yeah. all I want. Yeah, well, same here. And I have been reading about this more and more. And I, it, I hope that, you know, at the end of this, mm-hmm. that some people that were kind of the way that I was that said, no, there's no way that shouldn't happen. We don't really need digital or synthesized exhaust sounds, you know, piped into the cabin for us to, uh, you know, artificially hear what the engine sounds like. Um, it should just be natural. It should just be the way the car sounds is the way the car sounds. And you can tamper with the exhaust tubing, the, the system itself. Sure. Fine. But we don't need this uh, this digital representation of what the engine should sound like. Uh, it seems like it's faking it in a way. Mm-hmm. But but I think that as we talk about this today, I hope that there are some listeners out there that, that will be swayed by this, that will, that will say, oh, I kind of understand what he's saying now. I understand why he may think that in some cases, and I don't say in all, I think in some cases – that it's a it's a valid thing to to include in a vehicle, a new vehicle. Yeah, I'm with you there, and I that's that's exactly where I landed on it too, Scott. So let's let's set the stage first by talking about how important the engine noise of a car or any vehicle actually is. It's a fingerprint, you know. It's it's a it's a signature mm-hmm. of that specific vehicle and. Of course, uh, those of you out there who are familiar with listening to engine noises, uh, you know it's kind of like identifying a bird call or something. You can tell if that's a Harley 
coming your way, mm-hmm. right? We have a podcast just on the potato, potato, Harley noise. Yeah, but what if you could get that exact sound, and I mean identical sound, mm-hmm. out of, uh, you know, whatever car you drive. I mean, whether it's a Honda Civic or if it's a, you know, a Monte Carlo. Right. But uh, I'm talking about maybe more like new cars instead of adding it to an older car, obviously. Yeah. But but if you could get that out, that sound out of it, would you do that? I mean, that's a, that's in a way that sounds like that's cheating to me. There's there's a, there's a there's a line, a fine line here, I think, between yeah. are you cheating something or are you just enhancing something? Yeah, I think that's fair. I For me personally, it does seem dishonest in a way to to put a car sound or an engine sound that is not from your vehicle on a on a digital recorder of some sort and have it emit the same through the same way that a horn system would emit but with that being said okay i I just have to say it in some cases to me it's kind of like forging a signature okay i get that i understand what you're saying and it would be it would be that way if you did take that that harley sound and you put it into let's say a ford focus (laughs) right i understand i understand that but Let's say that you have a Ford Focus mm-hmm. and you enhance the sound that a Ford Focus engine naturally makes, but because your car has been uh, tuned, well, not tuned, I guess, but, um, well, maybe tuned is the right way to say it, but it's been quieted in the interior so that, you know, it provides a, a more pleasant ride when you're on the highway. Sure. You don't hear all the road noise, the tire noise, all that stuff, yeah. and the, the horns and, you know, whatever that's happening outside. Um Say you take that that engine sound that it naturally makes and you enhance it and then you allow it to be heard inside and sometimes only when you want it to be heard. Uh huh. Is there anything wrong with that? I mean, it, it seems a little bit like cheating kind of, but uh, but it's it's again, it's more of an enhancement than it is an actual, uh, you know, like a, um, a forgery. It's not really a forgery like you said. It's, right. It's not like you're trying to make it sound like a Formula One car when it's not a Formula One car. Mm. You're trying to make you're just trying to enhance that that Ford Focus sound in the Ford Focus so that the person who's driving it gets the experience that they would have had had the, the interior not been um, you know soundproofed. Right. You know, that's a great that's a great point, Scott, because one of the things that uh, really stayed with me a, a while back uh, for a, for a different thing here at How Stuff Works. I was talking with a chef, uh, Kristen Conger and I, um, Kristen from Stuff Mom Never Told You. Uh, she and I do a food show called Food Stuff, and this this chef said something that really impressed me. He said, now, you cook with all your senses, and a lot of people forget that when they're cooking. And I think there's a great comparison here with driving because we drive with all of our senses, right? Mm-hmm. You smell if something is burning. You can feel the, the give or the uh, resistance of a brake, right? And mm-hmm. you can feel when the engine's struggling. So – Hearing the engine is is a huge part of driving as well, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So it makes sense to me from that perspective. If we if we have a a car with a um with a newer drivetrain or powertrain, especially, then these these things are moving in a in a quieter direction. So it is possible that we're losing valuable information as drivers. If 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 the engine if we can't hear the engine mm-hmm. telling us what's going on with it, right? Uh, then we're losing some of the information that could help us uh, be better car owners. Oh, I agree. I mean, you're right about the all, all using all the senses, by the way. How many times have you gone out for a drive and you just leave the window down 
and the radio off, and you just like to hear the, the road noise, you like to hear the wind, you like to feel the wind, yeah. Um, you like to you like to hear the engine, you like to hear the exhaust. I mean, I don't know if your car has a particularly loud exhaust. It probably has a quieter exhaust for a better ride. It does have it does have a quieter exhaust. Also, uh, me and the Monte Carlo have have been through a lot, so I drive with the radio off, the windows down, or sometimes just idle with the you know with the hood up, so I can go back and forth and look to make sure everything's working. <laughs> oh, sure. And there have been plenty of times that, I mean, I've driven cars that have just what I think is amazing sounding exhaust. And I, I really enjoy when you get out in the country, in the country somewhere yeah. and you can really just kind of let it go a little bit. Just and, rev it. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, maybe hold the gears a little bit longer than you should. And, you know, it's, just, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It can be a lot of fun to listen to your own car. And, you know, a lot of people really enjoy that particularly owners of, of certain types of cars. I mean, let's talk about how different manufacturers are already doing this because I found an article here from um, 2012 that explains the different systems. And I know it's 2012, so I get it's a little bit old, but it tells you about the systems that the, the manufacturers were using even back then, and they still are. It's just they've been enhanced for new models. So some of these right. models that they mentioned here, I'll try to just skip over that stuff. Um, because they're talking about models that will be coming out in 2013 that are already here. Yeah. Um, not up to date, but we'll talk about BMW, Lexus, Ford, Volkswagen, even Porsche. And I know there's others out there that are doing this as well. There's, there's more than just the, the you know, the, uh, the five that I mentioned here, but let's just take them in that order. How about? All right. So here's what it says about BMW system to give the driver a better feel for the engine. An exterior recording of the M5's motor plays through the car's stereo system. Now, this is weird. This is a, a precise sample of the engine that is determined by the engine load and RPM, you know, whatever it, it matches what's going on. It's an electronically yeah. controlled system that plays through the, the car stereo system. And now some of the real engine notes still come into the driver, you know, to the driver through, you know, the normal way, like through the windows, you know, through the insulation in the front and everything. Sure. Some of it still makes it through, but the recording is considered more of like a, a background track. And BMW this says the setup helps to uh, allow the driver to be able to shift at the right points and to uh, reduce the chances of them bumping the rev limiter when, you know, they're up at the top RPM range. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it gives them a an, an oral cue, I guess, um, A-U-R-A-L, oral. Yeah. Um, nice. Is that right? Did I spell that right? Yeah. I hope I did. But it gives them a, a cue that tells them, like, when to shift, and, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, it gives them a feel for how the engine is uh, operating, even though they're in a really comfy interior, because this thing is well insulated from the road noise. Right, yeah, and the M5 has a beast of an engine, right? Mm-hmm. It's got that uh, turbocharged V8, right, mm-hmm. 560 horsepower, nothing to sneeze at, but because, as you were saying, the because of the soundproofing design, you might be surprised that what you hear on the outside is not what you hear once you're inside the vehicle. Uh, they they call this specifically, I think their proprietary name for it is the Active Sound Design System. Is that correct? Very good. I think that's right. I mean, it sounds it sounds right. It sounds official. And uh, it's it's strange because this this system, since it the the emphasis here is on active, since it is uh, giving you. A different noise, as you said, dependent upon RPM and dependent upon a couple of other factors. It really is uh, sort of just an indicator of how the engine is performing, mm-hmm. which which I, I think 
is an honest thing. To me, it's like another dash display almost. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. And can I kind of just uh, say one thing here? I'm, I'm kind of following along in this article from Car and Driver. I, I mentioned the year. It was in, from April 2012. And the, the article title is called Faking It, Engine Sound Enhancement Explained. If you want to look mm-hmm. this up, because there's a pretty good chart here that shows, I believe, the Porsche Panamera. I can't quite tell which one that is. I think that's it. Yeah. Um, but it'll describe how some of these different systems work. Now, let's move on to the Lexus system. And uh, when we say Lexus, now you think of a quiet ride, a comfortable, you know, luxury car ride, right? Right. Well, we're talking about the Lexus LFA, which is the supercar. Version. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So obviously the engine sound is going to be important to Lexus LFA owners uh, versus somebody who's driving around a Lexus sedan. Now, this is a $400,000 car that, that we're talking Ooh, about. V10. It's well, It's also well insulated. Yeah, V10. And the thing about that V10 is that the sound that they wanted from this was, was they wanted like an F1 inspired sound. So Formula One racing, they want that kind of sound out of the engine. So here's what Lexus does. Uh, for, you know, when they launched the, uh, the LFA, the company wanted drivers to experience the full range of the V10, you know, I mean, in how it sounded. And to get this, Lexus contracted Yamaha. Now, not Yamaha, you know, who makes the motorcycles and all that right, stuff. Right, right. We're talking about Yamaha that, uh, Creates the sound. I mean, the uh, the advanced sound technologies arm of Yamaha. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, Yamaha keyboards that you would see at the mall. You know, someone playing those uh, the demo models at the mall. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm, about, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what they did was is they they tuned the LFA's cabin specifically for the driver. It treated the engine um, as a sound generator, mm-hmm. and then developed components to direct all of that V10 sounds coming out of you know from underneath the hood. All, all straight to the driver, like a, a way to direct the noise into the driver at certain points. You know, so if they really get on the on the gas, mm-hmm. um, it's going to increase the noise that comes through that sound generation device. Yeah, it's it's kind of similar to how in a movie theater environment, the the sound engineers there will pick like a pick a different spot in the theater and tune the sound to direct it that mm-hmm. way. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was tuning the sound to the cabin of that specific vehicle. And, you know, when you're developing a car that's worth $400,000, you know, mm-hmm. an MSRP of that, it probably costs several, you know, I don't know about how many million, tens of millions of dollars to develop probably. Um, you're, of course, going to try to make things like that exactly right because you don't want it to be a flop when it, when it, uh, when it launches and people say, well, it's great. It's got this V10, but I can't hear it. Right. Yeah. And I know that so far we've been talking about some higher end vehicles. Mm-hmm. Right. But this isn't just for supercars and top end luxury. No, no, no. The next one on the list is Ford. And you wouldn't really expect maybe Ford to be involved in this because so far we've been talking about higher end models. But yeah. Ford has installed a resonator pipe between the Mustang GT's V8 and its firewall. So they're clearly trying to get the noise from the engine into the cabin through a, uh, and I don't want to say a weak point, I don't mean that at all, but it's the closest <laughs> point to the driver and the passengers into the cabin. It's the easiest way to get the sound in is through that firewall. Mm-hmm. Um, now, they've got a different model, I guess, that, that takes us another step, right? Right, yeah. The Boss 302 adds a second pair of exhaust pipes, and they're tucked right behind the rocker panels. So if you own this, you can remove these restrictor plates just upstream of the side exits, and that will open up the exhaust. So if you want noise, oh, brother. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. 
Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Oh, yeah. You know what? There's another article from Car and Driver that uh, that explains exactly how you can unplug mm-hmm. your boss Mustang. So uh, it's from 2011, and the title is The Boss Unplugged. And if you if you search for that, that's a funny title, I know. That's yeah. Bruce, Bruce Springsteen, right? <laughs> Sounds like his uh, yeah. acoustic. <laughs> yeah, exactly album. right. But, but it does tell you how to unplug this. And what's funny is that when you look through this, uh, there's like a second set of pipes under there. So if you ever yeah. look underneath a, a, a 302, uh, a Boss 302, rather, you'll see a lot of extra exhaust pipes going on underneath there. And the thing is, is there's like this outlet where um, additional ex- – and I'm going to describe this incorrectly, but a series of valves opens and closes and allows the exhaust to free flow out one way or the other. Yeah. And if if you know where this piece is, you can take off six bolts and remove these, these restrictor plates. And these restrictor plates are incredible. I mean, when you open the pipe up, uh, you know what a restrictor plate looks right, like. It's right, just right. a flat plate with a tiny hole cut in it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that these, uh, the, this pin, they call it a pinhole restrictor. I think it's something like seven sixteenths of an, of an inch is mm-hmm. all that it's allowing through there. I mean, we're talking like a, a I don't know, I'm going to guess a two and a half inch pipe. Yeah. And, it, and that, that hole is even a little bit smaller. It's like five sixteenths. Oh, five sixteenths. It's a five sixteenths inch hole instead of having that full two and a half inches right. or whatever that is, two and a quarter inches. Um, so you can imagine when you remove that plate, what the sound is like coming through there and how much more exhaust is allowed to flow through. Uh, you can hear the difference. I mean, you can also search for, you know, uh, you know, Boss 302 plugged versus unplugged sound mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It'll, it'll come up. You'll be able to find it, but it's, uh, the difference is dramatic. It turns it into like a, it sounds like a race car. Now, also, there is a warning there, a little bit of legal business that you and I have to do, Scott. Uh, doing this may void your warranty yeah i guess so i uh i think it would probably be worth it and it just depends on what you want you know what i would do it i don't i mean it's not gonna i i see how like they have to say doing this might void your warranty but i 
don't see how it could be damaging. Okay, let me tell you this. All it takes is about 10 seconds of listening to this thing unplugged yeah. to change your mind because it sounds amazing. It really does. It's inc- pretty incredible. So let's move on to the next one. That was uh, That's a kind of a one-off example, right, right? Right, All right, so let's move on to Volkswagen, how Volkswagen handles this. And all right, so here's what happened with Volkswagen previously. They used a resonator tube similar to the one that the Mustang used, but they only used it in their GTI model. And then they switched to a new system called the Soundactor. Yeah, and, uh, which I is like, the coolest name. I do like the name, the Sound Actor system, right? So the system is a lot like the M5s in that the audio file is stored in the car's computer and then played during certain throttle applications. So, again, it's throttle dependent. Um, it, it, you know, ramps up with the throttle. And, okay, the, the, where, the, the place that this noise comes from is it comes from under the hood through a dedicated speaker that's located near the engine's throttle body. Right, and that's all that speaker does, right? Isn't that interesting, though? A speaker under the hood. Mm-hmm. That's so strange that they would do this. Now, it's not just this one. It's not just the GTI anymore, either. There's several models that use this. Yeah, there's the GLI and the Beetle Turbo as well. Yeah, and I would I would guess. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess that there's going to be maybe even more vehicles in the line that are using this now at this point, now that we're three years down right, from the system. Yeah. So, uh, again, the Sound Actor system, and if you want to try to, you know, locate that thing and see it, you know, go to a VW dealer and just poke around under the hood and see if you can locate it. I, I think that'd be kind of cool to look for. Yeah. All right. Um, plus, you can go in and sound like you know what you're doing. Uh-huh. You can go, oh, the Sound Actor. Yeah, and they'll be like, what, what are you talking about? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, so there's another one here, too, uh, which is the diagram at the, at the very top of this article. We at House of Works predictably love a cutaway that shows you the different systems mm-hmm. of a vehicle or a piece of technology. Porsche has uh, something they call the Sound Symposer. Uh, this was on the 911 and the Panamera GTS. It, it's, I don't know, Scott. I, I would say it's kind of like the uh, M5. Yeah, I guess so. It's uh, but it's also like the. Uh it's also similar to the Volkswagen in that mm-hmm. the, uh, the that it amplifies the intake noise. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. It's, it's kind of a mix of both, I guess. Um, but it says that you know the reason that they put this on the 911 is because as the and they say it this way, they say as the as the needs of the owners has has grown, you know, as the uh, as the um, the age, I guess, of the people that are typical to buy something like that have grown because. We're talking about cars now that are $140,000, $160,000. You know, when right. you get up to the top-end turbo levels, even more in some cases. Not really your first car out of high school. No, exactly right. But one one need that the older drivers seem to like is that uh, you can have quiet cruising when you want it. Mm-hmm. Um, and in a in an older Porsche, that wasn't always possible. So now, you know, they've, uh, again, as we said many times, they've insulated the cabin. They've made it a lot more uh, comfortable. It's more of a, uh, and again, we were talking about this blurred line between luxury car, sports car, and this is yeah. part of that, right? This is one of the downsides, I guess, for the, the people that want the sports car side. And they make a note here that in, one thing in particular is loud. Wide, low-profile rubber tires just make a super loud noise when you're cruising along at, let's say, 80 miles per hour on the highway. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're very, very loud, and so they use a lot of um, a lot of sound dampening uh, to get rid of that kind of sound. And what it hap- what happens is then it, it takes away the engine sound as well, yep. you know, the exhaust sound. So they had a problem with that, right, because a lot of people like that sound. Uh, so what they want to do is amplify that particular part that they want to come in but keep out the rest. So Porsche uses what's, what they call an, um, an acoustic channel uh, for, for this, um, this sound symposer system. And it consists of a, a, a tube that houses a diaphragm and a valve. 
and you can switch that on and off depending on whether you want quiet cruising or if you want to hear the uh, the engine howl. Mm-hmm. And at this point, ladies and gentlemen, you might be saying, you might be saying, well, this is not the real noise. I don't like it. Uh, clearly, not all of these sound systems are created equally. Some, like the BMW, are playing pre-recorded noises mm-hmm. in response to signals from the engine and the CPU. Uh, others are using purely mechanical means to allow you to have some control over the noise that you hear as a driver. Mm-hmm. But there's another thing here. We've talked, we've talked about the, the cosmetic or aesthetic aspects, right? And we've talked about the, the advantage of being able to hear your car's performance. But I advance to you that as powertrains continue to grow quieter, there's a safety aspect here. Safety. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not just on the interior of the car. But in the exterior, I have a little bit of a news story for you. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. All right. So recently, and this story comes to us um, just a few days ago as we record this. This was at the end of March in 2015. David Crosby accidentally hit a jogger with his Tesla. Wait, wait. David Crosby. David Crosby. Musician. Yeah. Also apparently drives the Tesla. Hmm. So uh, David Crosby, who also... uh, Surprisingly drives the Tesla, in my opinion. Uh, he struck a jogger when, uh, he was driving near his home, uh, which is around the Santa Barbara area. The, the driver is, the driver is alive, not life threatening injuries. But this report got me thinking, and this was actually, I was talking about this episode with, uh, our bosses, Brian and Jason, just before we went in to record, and they told me about this. So this is what it got me thinking about, Scott. Would would there 
ever be a point where electric vehicles being so quiet in comparison to regular uh, ICE vehicles, would, would there be a point where, as a safety thing, we would need the vehicle to make some noise? Uh, they've talked about this in the past, haven't they, for yeah. city driving particularly. Right. Because a lot of people just don't pay as much attention when they step off the curb as they should. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's I think it's happened many times already. Yeah, David Crosby is not the first person. No, no, yeah. absolutely not. And, you know, it's just they're just so silent when they approach. And you can you can test this for yourself in a parking lot if you see – you know, maybe a Prius or something that's under five miles per hour. Or if you do happen to see a Tesla, you can you can listen to it as it goes by and you can hear the tires rolling. It depends on the surface, I guess, that you're on. Right. But uh, for the most part, they're pretty silent and they could be uh, it could be a problem, I guess, if you were, you know, not paying if If both parties aren't really paying attention, yeah. you know, you don't see someone step off the curb. They're not really listening for anything. Uh, you would think they would see a four thousand pound car <laughs> headed their way. But uh, you know, things happen, I guess. Sure. And, and you know, there could also be inclement weather, things that would reduce visibility, sure. et cetera. But uh, it's, it's funny because this episode made me think of one time my parents bought a hybrid and my father in particular was not wild about how quiet it would be at a stoplight. Mm-hmm. Instead, I keep thinking it's just turned off. Well, was it switched off? Maybe it had the, uh, the automatic on off. Right, right. But, uh, I, I think for him it was just the just the lack of noise. I see. Yeah, is disturbing. It, it is troubling. I mean, it, it makes you think that there's something wrong. I mean, right. I know we've talked about several of these issues already, and we did say something about manufacturers considering adding that option if you wanted to. It's almost like a switch. Like you could flip on a switch, and you could operate in a mode that would allow some type of sound to come from the outside, so it's broadcast outside of the vehicle. Yeah. And uh, that's oh, that's another angle. You know, we. Before I even mention this other thing that I want to get to, uh-huh. so I don't forget it, and it may come up at the end of this, I don't know, but they are talking about amplifying sound outside the vehicles as well, not just inside for the driver, mm-hmm. but the sound that people hear outside. So let's get on to the next thing here. But um, <laughs> one other little uh, item that I wanted to mention here was a um, something that we've talked about on this podcast before, and I think it was in maybe accessories or something like that, but the uh, something called the Sound Racer. And the sound racer is that device that you plug into your uh, your power outlet, which uh-huh. used to be the cigarette lighter, right? Cigar lighter, whatever. Once upon a time, yeah, a long time ago. And um, you plug it in, you you find a, a free FM FM frequency on your car stereo, and you set it to the same frequency, and then you uh, do this little matching setup, and then suddenly, the, that little you know four banger engine in your car sounds like a V8 mm-hmm. or a V10, or it sounds like um oh the specifically the uh, the Lexus LFA V10. Right. Or it could sound like, uh, you know, on and on, V12 engine. You know, they've got different models. I think they have four different models, but it's about 45 bucks up to about 55 bucks. It's a cool little thing. The, I've noticed something, Ben, as I, as I go through the site, cause there's, there's three retail outlets in the United States that sell these. That's it. That's surprising. Um, there, there's be more. Well, they're sold all around the world, but in the United States, there's just three outlets and each one of those three outlets. Um, I, I check for specifically the V8 sound because to me, I've listened to all these, you know, audio clips. Yeah. The V8 sound is the, is the coolest one. <laughs> and to, to, in my opinion, and every single one of those places, it's sold out. That's uh, all three of those places. So clearly that's a, clearly that's a favorite 
among the people here in the United States. They want that V8 sound. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's sold out through, like, the next two months or something. So even if you order one now, you'd have to wait, like, three months to get one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a cool thing. So look up Sound Racer if you want to get a good chuckle. And who knows, maybe that's a uh, Christmas gift or something coming up. Cause Intent. That is a really cool thing. If you know, somebody <laughs> really likes the sound of engines, yeah, it, it would be so fun to do that. And they said, you know, a lot of people will report when they put this in and they, they kind of fool their friends with it because they put it, they have it installed. Uh-huh. They let their friend get in the car. And then let's say you're, I think one story I read, the guy was in like a Mini Cooper or something. And, uh, you know, he turned the engine on. Of course, it here's, here's this, uh, blurb, blurb, blurb sound like a, like a V8 idling. And then they take off and, and they said it couldn't stop laughing the whole time. It was just so much fun to drive like that. You know, I like the idea, Scott. And as we always say, teach his own. If it's your car, do what you want. But I personally would be continually irritated that I didn't really have that engine. Oh, I guess so. But you know what? If you're driving like a, a snappy little car, I mean, something that's sporty and quick, you know, because mm-hmm. like some of these, like, uh, let's say a uh, hot okay. hatch. Okay, yeah. Uh, but it but it doesn't necessarily have a fantastic engine sound or anything, mm-hmm. right? And you put this in there and you drive something that, that is, uh, you know, spirited, I guess. Something that's fun to drive, something that handles real crisp and everything. Pair that with a V8 sound. How cool! Because it, it matches exactly. It's not just like an audio track that, that continually runs right, at a certain a speed. Yeah. No, no, it's it's matched to your engine uh, rev, so it would sound like it would sound like you're driving a V8. It would be really cool to do. I think. I know it's fooling yourself. I get it. I get that. And no one else outside can hear that, so they probably are wondering why you're you know, <laughs> you're, you're having so much fun driving this, uh, this this you know little hatchback or yeah. whatever. All right, all right. Let's move on past this now. This may be the thing that changes our listeners' minds because it it changed my mind. Here we go. And this is, uh, this is something that this, this, uh, this guy from Auto Week, his name is, uh, Bradford Werney. Uh, this is a recent article, March of 2015. Mm-hmm. And he was, uh, talking with a friend of his or, or, you know, sitting in a vehicle with a friend of his, um, who works for a company called Foricia. Now, Foricia is a huge automotive parts manufacturer. They're the sixth largest parts manufacturer in the world. So a really big place, right? And they're experimenting with, um, you know, these, digitally enhance these synthetic sounds for engines. Mm-hmm. And so he was the, kind of the, the person to talk to, this guy. His name is uh, Andrew, the guy that he was talking to. And he's an exhaust engineer. And they were in, a, in the seat of a BMW 328i sedan. And he had an iPad with him with a touchscreen. Yep. And he had you know one foot on the accelerator pedal. And he showed the author how the exhaust sounds could be generated you know, in the future. It, you know, Because he said, okay, here's what it sounds like now. And he revved it. And... You know, it's a two-liter four-cylinder engine, so you mm-hmm. you know, sounds just like a two-liter four-cylinder engine. But then he touches the iPad screen, and the engine sounds instantly in in the cabin. Instantly sounds like he's he's driving a, a V6 Maserati. Boom! That's what it sounds like. So and that's not all. No, he touches it again, and it sounds like a BMW M3 with a V8. And then he touches it again, and it sounds like a five-liter Mustang V8, which you and I think we can all picture that sound, right? right? Yeah. But that sounds coming out of a two-liter BMW engine. Uh, from the 328. So it's that easy. I mean, it's that simple for him to change between those three or four different sounds with an iPad, or rather with an iPad. And um, the thing is that one other time, he touched it one more time, and it all the sound went away. Like, it was it was super quiet. Right, so yeah. It, so he was doing, he was employing uh, sound-canceling technology at that point, kind of like what you have in your, uh, you know, the high-end headphones. Sure, sure. Very similar to that. So I know that this is a, a polarizing idea, but... He's saying that the, the modern powertrains, as you mentioned, Ben, you know, a lot of these are, are using turbochargers and cylinder mm-hmm. deactivation and engine downspeeding and 
all these multi-speed transmissions that have, you know, eight, nine forward gears yeah. to make things a lot quieter inside the cabin. And, you know, it's, like I said, it's great for mileage. It's great for, um, you know, uh, of course, paying less for fuel. It's great for sound dampening, of course. It makes sure. everything a lot quieter. But what it does is it, it makes engines a lot less, um, I'll, I'll just, they're a lot less sexy. They don't yeah. sound like the engines of the past do. So, so we're being kind of brought into the era where, um, these, these newer engines don't sound like we think an engine should sound like. So even if it's V6, mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like a V6 sounded 10 years ago. And if it's a, if it's an inline four, it doesn't sound like an inline four in a sports car sounded like, you know, 10 years ago. It's all different. Well, and also, you know, we're, we're part of a generational shift as people are getting newer cars and as younger drivers are getting their license or buying their first car that's, you know, not a, not a loner from the folks uh, and people might be growing up without having heard these, these big throaty groans of, of an engine opening all the way up. Mm-hmm. So maybe they won't miss it, but I'll tell you what, Scott, honestly, aside from a safety issue for someone hearing, you know, hearing external car, like I think Prius has um, an external notification system of some sort, but mm-hmm. But aside from that, I gotta say I'm I'm going old school with this. I'm not swayed. Oh, really? Not swayed yet? Okay. Well, what if I said that? And this is the way he put it, not me. He says that a lot of modern engines, the way that they truly sound, without any amplification, without any kind of enhancement of any kind, a lot of them sound, as he put it, they have like an agricultural sound. And <laughs> and he said, well, and the author said, well, what do you mean agricultural? And he said, like a tractor. And he said, that's exactly what I mean, like a tractor. Yeah. So a lot of cars now. Because of the way, you know, the turbochargers, the deactivation, the, you know, the downspeeding, the transmissions, all that, they, they create a, a completely different noise coming from your car than what you think should be coming from your, en- from your car, from your engine. Right. And <laughs> the other angle of this, and I, I, there's more about this we can talk about, I guess, but it's not just inside that they're, that they're messing around with. They are thinking about amplifying the exterior sound of the car as well. So that's kind of like the next phase, but they're still trying to convince a lot of manufacturers to to jump on this bandwagon and say we can make your product sound a lot better. It's going to be more enticing for your your buyers. Yeah. Uh, because this is the way it sounds when they take it for a test drive, they're going to really like this. And if they can sell them on that, then they can sell them on the idea that, you know, let's change what it sounds like on the outside as well. So, you know, it's impressive when it pulls up, it sounds like what it what that vehicle looks like it should sound like. I mean, it doesn't mm-hmm. sound like um as he put it, uh, here, let me take just one quick note so I can make sure that, yeah, he says that a lot of cars sound a lot like a hairdryer now as well. And right. that's a, that's a different thing is that it's more of a, uh, like a, and we can all picture what a hairdryer sounds like, but he said a lot of them are beginning to sound like that. So a tractor or a hairdryer, unless you jump on the synthetic noise bandwagon, that's what your car is going to sound like. Yeah. That specific quotation there is people need to understand they're either going to get a hairdryer sound or something synthetic. If they can open their minds to getting something better that's synthetic, then they should go with that, right? Like, that's the idea. Yeah, he's saying, like, the, the something better is the synthetic sound. That's yeah. what he's saying. Yeah. And, you know, otherwise you're going to end up with this, uh, this, this plain, like a, like a, a, a droning sound, yeah. I guess. That's what it's going to be. So he, they're calling this system the exhaust dynamic sound generation. And if you think that, you remember I, I said that this is a big company, right? They yeah. were, they're sixth largest or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, they're convincing manufacturers to, or they're trying to convince manufacturers to jump on this bandwagon and, and and they work with, uh, just to give you a quick idea, they work with VW, Peugeot, Citroën, Renault, um, mm-hmm. Renault, 
um, Ford, GM, BMW, Daimler, Fiat, Chrysler, Toyota. I mean, the list is a huge list. There's many, many more than that. Big names. But these are big names, and you're going to start seeing this. And I think that manufacturers are going to realize, like, yeah, we, we have to do something because it's just not impressing our, our um you know, our, our customer base. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, you know, for brands that have always been known for high performance and for distinctive sounds, especially, mm-hmm. they're going to have, they're, they're going to work assiduously to still have that sound available in one way or another, even if it's just, you know, resonator plates that you can remove, even, you know, something mechanical well, like that. Okay. Here's a, here's a, a small example because I know we're running out of time, but I've got a, a small example that, that will show you just how far reaching this is. Um, so we know about the, uh, the Formula One controversy over the types of engines they're using now, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they're, they're right now, the, the standard Formula One engine is a turbo V6 engine. Well, if you go back, um, to when was it? The last, series of engines from 2006 to 2013 they used a v8 mm-hmm. and people really like that sound uh they also used three liter v10s from 1995 to 2005 so they went from from v10s to v8s and now they're at turbo v6s well now they're at the, these turbo v6 sounds people don't like the noise they, they don't think it sounds very formula one-esque uh, uh, on the track yeah. so so last year in may they were testing i think it was mercedes was testing this but they were they were testing this uh this trumpet shaped attachment to the exhaust to try to kind of tamper with the sound that that exhaust was making. And people, people were outraged about that. So, <laughs> so it's like they, they, they just say what you're doing is false here. We understand what you're, you're trying to fake it. Right. It's not, it's not really a thing. And, and some people even said, and this is funny, they've got a comment from one person here. The notion of a special device attached to the cars purely to make more noise is so ridiculous. It's offensive. That was one of the fans. And then, <laughs> You know, there's this other thing, and this is the last little bit here that I'll mention. Yeah. But, but just to show you that, you know, even Formula One is kind of tampering around with sound because they're trying to get it to sound like something that it isn't. Mm-hmm. Even though it's a great car, it's power, it's powerful. It's, it's Formula One. It's an amazing car, right? Sure, amazing yeah. technology. People don't like that sound that's coming out of that Turbo V6. So, um, th- they took a, a survey. This is again back in May of 2014, but, um, it was conducted by a, a German news agency and they found that 36% of F1 fans Declare that F1 is less attractive in 2014, and only 45% are, say they're just as interested as they were before. Hmm. So 36% of the people say it's less attractive now, and that has a lot to do. I don't know if it's specifically and entirely up to that, but sure. But it has a lot to do with the sound that Turbo V6 is making. So they're they're they know it's a problem. F1 knows it's a problem. Otherwise, they wouldn't try things like that that trumpet shaped uh, resonator tube or whatever it was, which. By the way, failed. They didn't like it. It sounded not a whole lot different. So they're going to have to do something else. But um, it, it's a it, it's a real problem. I mean, if people yeah. don't get that sensation that they don't use that sense, that fifth sense or whatever, yeah, um, it's just not going to fly. I, you know, Scott, it makes me think of when you, when you're talking about the the trumpet attachment. Uh, do you remember those things from the World Cup that were super popular in South oh, Africa? Vuvuzelas? Yes, I do. Some of those bad boys. Out yeah, of yeah. You know, can I, can I just yeah. wrap it up with saying this? When I was saying that, you know, I, I'm swayed, you know, I, yeah. I initially thought it, there was no place for this. And now I think, I, I really do believe that modern cars, that some of the, the, the newer engines with the, the turbos and the deactivation cylinders and all that, I believe that they can benefit from this, and and I I initially thought there's no way I'm going to believe in this. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm against it, but but I've been swayed because of what that Forecia exhaust engineer was saying that 
here's your choices. Your new, your modern new car is going to sound like a tractor or it's going to sound like a hairdryer. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, I do, I do not want a car that sounds like a hairdryer. So, yeah, I don't either. And you don't want, you don't ever want to spend all the money that it takes to buy a car and be embarrassed when you drive it. That's you true. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we, we talked about that a little bit in our Guilty Pleasures podcast. And we can't emphasize enough that we are as, uh, as a group, all car drivers, all car buyers and car manufacturers even are at a threshold at a, at a, at a, um, maybe a tipping point or a milestone here because the direction of engine technology is moving toward things that just don't sound like they used to. Yeah. And it's because of cafe standards mm-hmm. and just people overall shopping for cars based on miles per gallon. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, it's, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that you have a price to pay for that. Now I'm not saying retrofit older cars that do sound fantastic with something that's false. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have an old V8 engine that sounds amazing don't change that in any way leave it just as is and and same with you know the old v6s and the inline fours that sound really good you know the sport compacts and things like that you know some of them sound fantastic and really really nice the way they are don't retrofit it with something that's that's fake don't try to make it sound like a a five liter mustang if it's not a five liter mustang i'm just saying (laughs) if it's a five liter mustang you know mod let's say it's a 2018 five liter mustang all right and it sounds like a hairdryer how how are you going to feel about that yeah, uh, not great. No, you're going to want it to sound like a classic Mustang, and mm. that's and that's part of why you buy it. But this is this is a question that's that goes into you know the nature of reality. Not to get too out there with it, it's like the movie The Matrix. You oh. know, are you are you really happy living inside this this falsehood? I I know I'm making it a little bit a little bit extreme there, but. There's also one other thing, which I, I couldn't find any sources on. I don't know if anybody has thought of this. So uh, prepare yourselves for Ben's next get rich quick idea. I'm taking notes. Good. Selling uh, digital exhaust sounds like the way you would sell ringtones. Oh, let me scratch that off. I'm not going to do that. Oh, that was already on your list? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. I just, uh, I don't know if that, I don't know if I'd buy into that. You know, so like, uh, it's like you would own a specific tone, a specific note. Right. Yeah. Like the way, well, you and I, let's face it, Scott, we're not the kind of guys who would go buy a ringtone. No. Right. I'm not a ringtone customer, but, uh, there might be digital exhaust customers and get the, uh, get the rarefied sound of a, you know, a, an Aston Martin or something. Hey, why not? I mean, it's a possibility. It's worth trying. Oh, it sure is. And, and, you know, going on what this, uh, Forishia, uh, exhaust engineer was saying, I mean, and, and controlling right from the, uh, right from that iPad. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't just one manufacturer. He was, he was specifically saying this BMW is going to sound like a five liter Mustang or mm-hmm. it's going to sound like, uh, what was the other one? The M3 with a V8. Um, it, it's completely possible to, to drastically alter the sound of your engine electronically, but, but would you? Yeah. Yeah, especially knowing that you're not actually improving the performance of the engine in any way. So maybe enhance the sound of the one that you have, mm-hmm. and that's the most true way to do this, if there is a true way to do this. So let us know where you're at on this one, guys, because obviously we, we've we seen a lot of nuances to this, and one thing that we can say for sure is that 
these digital exhaust systems are going to continue to proliferate throughout the market. Yeah, sure. So maybe uh, I don't know. Either you embrace the hair dryer sound, <laughs> or you uh, or you decide to jump on the uh, on the bandwagon here and uh, go along with what you know modern manufacturers are going to be doing because they they are going to be doing this. In fact, they are right now. It's just going to become more and more. Uh, Accepted, I guess. Yeah. Widely accepted. Or uh, just ubiquitous. Uh, yes, that's probably more it. So let us know what you think. You can find Scott and I on Facebook and Twitter, where we are Car Stuff HSW. You can check out those other podcasts we mentioned at our website. That's right. We've we've moved up in the world. We have one. We are carstuffshow.com. Or you can send us an email directly. It doesn't have to be about just this topic. It can be suggestions for another topic you'd like us to cover in the future. We are our stuff at HowStuffWorks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at viking.com. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.